Hi, Mate John. Welcome to Refugee Talk. First of all, hello everyone who all uh, see us today. Thank you so much for having me today. No problem. I was so happy that I will have an interview with you. And anyway, I'm Matiola Abrahimi. Uh, as uh, like most of people know me, like from my social media accounts, I'm doing volunteering in Richmond Food Bank and IRSF organization. Also, I am a chef assistant these days. And back in my home country, I was working in a bank. Yeah. Wonderful. How did you start your journey in Canada? It was good, but not that much because from the first time when I came, it was like kind of hard for me. Like when you first came to a country, it's so hard for you. At least for six months, it would be so hard because you will see a lot of painful days and hard days of loneliness and then it would be okay, but right now I'm good. Oh, wonderful. I heard you came from Pakistan, right? Mm -hmm. And could you tell us a little bit what happened back in Pakistan and then how did you come to Canada? Let me start from the zero point or from the first. Sure. I was working in Afghanistan. Everything was so good. Like, I know the even previous government wasn't that much good, but anyway, we had bombings and these tasks, but we had good days as well because we could go outside, we could have fun, we could have party, we could play music, we could wear anything we want. I و امیدوار بودیم اما قدره که در ده سال یا بیس سال تغییرات آمده در سالهای آینده هم تغییرات مثبت بیه We were so positive, we were thinking that everything gonna change in the future But suddenly <laughs> everything have changed but not in a positive way, in a negative way Yeah <laughs> And I remember the day that Taliban took the Afghanistan, like 15 August 2021 it was one of the horrible days for me. روزی که طالبا افغانستان گرفتن یکی از بدترین روزها بر ما بود چون اولش که کلگی از قبل میفهمید که همچین یک اتفاق ممکن است بفته چون مثل یک کانترکت بار بود. Everyone knew that something like that can happen and Taliban will get the capital of Afghanistan. And we were so scared. On that day, my father was out to get a passport from black market for all of us, and I was working in bank. Because my father was used to work in previous government of Afghanistan and presidential palace, so his life was in danger, so we had to do something, we had to get a passport or something so we can go abroad. And then I was at the office, my manager told me that you should go to Ministry of Defense because I was going to there every day. Mada daftar budom padar mamda birun budo az black market mekhas passport tahiya konam chun ba lahaze chand dalile ke bud ma mumkin bud ke ma majbur budim baraim az Afghanistan. Wale joy jalebi bud ke mara gaft manager ma gaft ke tu baad bari ba wazarat defense bos 
و مثل روزه قبل کار کنی ولی جالبی بود گفت که یکم متوجه باش ممکن است ریسکی باش امروز گفتم چرا؟ گفت ممکن است که طالبا بیاین و مرکز بگیرن و اگر همچین چیز اتفاق افتید اولین جایی که میاین وزارت دفاعست و شما باید کارتایتان نشان بتین که ما از بانک هستیم از تو برای وقتی که گفت ازت من گفتم پس چی لازم است که من برو امروز نمیرم <تصفيق> به مرکزی شیشتیم و طالبا مرکز گرفتن کم کم و رش و مردم قدر زیاد شده بود همه میخواست پولشان بگیرن It was so hard like I didn't go to Ministry of Defense I stay on the main branch and then like It was a lot of people outside at the bank and they were trying to get their money because they were thinking that after Taliban they cannot get their money. So it was horrible, a lot of people outside and we were running out of money because the central bank was not sending money to us and we didn't have that much money in our wallet. So the, the, that was the point that we had to close the bank and it was so horrible or everyone had to go out and the security helped us to go out and then at this street i had to go to my home like three hours by walking and at this street i saw a family they were crying ma majbur budum ke piyada ta khana barom chun saraka band bud va motorai qadar ziyad budan va saraka kullan band shuda bud wali da motorai kasi nabud hamegi farar mekard piyada It was like a Zambi land. <laughs> no one was in the car. Street mm-hmm. was full of the car, but no one was inside the car. And everyone was running and everyone was crying. Everyone didn't knew that where should they go. And lots of people were going to the airport. And then I saw a family. They were crying. I asked, why you're crying? The lady told me that they killed her husband in the province. They came to capital in Afghanistan, like in Kabul, and they were staying in a masjid. And now when they are give, uh, getting the capital, where they should go? Yeah. And she was crying. I had her child in my shoulder and I was crying as well because I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Everything was different. It was like a zombie land, even from the hospitals. Like patients, even they didn't have a leg or they had injury. Still, they were trying to just run from the hospital especially from the military hospital and it was so horrible ma u khanuma amray khod giriftum u amrayshan miraftum u giriya mikardan ma porsan kam chora giriya mikunin goft ma ba bisyar mushkilat az vilayat khod amadin ba kabul chun shawhar mara taliba kushtan wali hale ke ma mikhoyam ke ale ke da kabul am amadim u da khayma u masjid zindagi mikunim alam طالبا آمدن و مرکز میگیرن حال کجا بریم برای من بسیار سخت بود طفلش در شانه ما بود و وقتی که او زن گریان میکرد واقعا خودم میگ رقم احساساتی شده بودم و دیده میشد که شهر مثل یک شهر زامبیلند یا شهر مرده ها شده چون سرک ها پر موتر بود ولی در موتر ها کسی نبود چون سرک میدان بود ما در شهر نو مین برانچ عزیزی بانک بود و بسیار سخت بود حتی از شفاخانه نظامی میتونستیم ببینین که مردم امرای ویلچر میره و مردم امرای تو مثلا یک پایه میره امرای اصای خود و یا هم کسایی را میدیدی که امرای امو خود امو تسکوی که در شفاخانه هست امرای از امو مریض انتقال میتن میخواین فرار کنن چون میتستن کجا میخواستن برن؟ معلوم نبود فقط میخواستن شاید خانه برن تا شناسایی نشن چون اولین جایی که حمله میکردن اینا اولین منستری آف دفنس بود بعد از اون شاید ریاست جمهوری بود و بعد از اونش هم 
ملتری جای نظامی بوده یه چیزا ولی در هر صورتش او روز من فراموش نمیکنم خانه رفتیم و حتی بعد از این دجیریان راه ما چیزای بسیار خراب را دیدم که در طرف یک جای هست که به نام زوراباد میگن که در طرف خیخانه است که مردمای کوچی نشین ما بودن و اینا چون طرفداری از طالبا میکردن بیرون شده بودن و موترای نظامی را که دیده بودن نفرایش کشته بودن و پلیس ها را هم طور دجاده انداخته بودن و چیزی که داشتن نداشتن گرفته بودن بسیار سخت بود بر ما از اینجا تیر شدن it was so hard for me because like we have a place called Zorabad it means they they made it by force like because there are some people they came from provinces and they were uh, like they they just killed a lot of our military people and they because they were in Taliban side and they killed a lot of the military people and they just leave the body in the street and they took whatever they had with themselves and it was so hard to pass that way and then I had to go home and for several days we were in a shock and the home no one was talking for several days we didn't go out but after that I started my normal life and I was going to job and I had to wear a suit like uh, I had to go formal in a bank and then yeah. they tried to stop me in several checkpoints for three or to- four times and they were asking why you wear this type of clothes. Mm-hmm. I was saying that I ha- I'm working in a bank, I have to do it. And then they were saying, no, it's not a like Islamic clothes, you shouldn't wear it. And it was weird for me because it's your own choice. Why someone should say that to you? Right. But anyway, it was hard. What <laughs> happened? در تاریخ 15 آگوست 2021 گرفت از کدام طرف آمدن طالبا که کابل بگیرن یعنی از طرف مزار آمدن یا از کدام طرف آمدن کابل گرفتن اینا تقریبا زیادتر جای افغانستان اینا گرفته بودن و کابل معاصره شده بوده تو یک رقم بود یعنی از همه جای آمده بودن که آخرین پوینتشان بود که اوجره بگیرن و زیادتر اینا از راهی که آمدن من مطمئنش نیستم اما کوته سنگیر اول گرفتن که خبرایش بر ما می رسید بعد از او سرای شمالی را گرفتن و امطرقهی پیش آمده می رفتن یعنی از چند جهت آمده بودن ممکن است از طرف لوگر ممکن است از طرف شمالی از همه جای آمده بودن و جالب بود ما می دیدیم که سفارت ها تخلیه کدم می و در می همه چیز آتش می زنن و از خود امی داخل ارگ ریاست جمهوری الیکوپتر ها بالا می شد و پایین می شد چون ما فقط نزدیک بودیم به اونا از بلاک ما معلوم می شد همه چیز اونا از رئیس جمهوری که مثلا بالا می شدن الیکوپتر ها می رفتن اونا طالب بودن یا خود نفرای نفرایی بود که از خود دولت بود و از ارک چون ما حتی تا آخرین دقیقه هم هیچ کس مطمئن نبود و مم. من نمی فهم گناهی کی بود چون و حتی اگه یاد ما باشه دکتر نجیب هم به همچین یک It made me to remember مزار دو هفته پیش از اینکه کابولا بگیره مزار گرفت نه فکر میکنم سه هفته پیش سه هفته پیش مزار گرفت طرفای کوتوبرق گرفتن اول از طرف بلخ اومدن طالبا کوتوبرق گرفتن کوتوبرق گرفتن خانه امیمشون امیمشون اینا کلشون خانه ما اومدن از مود پیش روزه شریف کوچه سرک 400 متر اوج خانه ما بود در روز شادیان سوری دیگه کلشون اونجا اومدن باز ما هم همچنان که مثلا قسم که خودت اشاره کردی مثلا پدرم گفتی که امرجنسی پشت پاسپورتش رو رفتن ما خوشبختانه پاسپورت داشتیم باز پشت ویزه ترکیه رفتیم 
ویزی ترکیه را گرفتیم و دمو هفته لیف کردیم و خاطر یعنی ما یعنی یک قسم یک سنس داشت اینمی سیچویشن که اوکی اگر کوتبر که بگیره هرات آلیدی گرفته بود بای دی تایم که مزاره در حال می گرفت هرات وقت گرفته بود یعنی As you said, no one could ever believe that they can take care, they can take over the capital city. Yeah, it, it was all planned before. <laughs> Otherwise, they couldn't do Definitely. anything. There are lots of videos that soldiers are crying and they're saying, I'm not going to give you my gun. You see? I'm going to fight. But they're like the, the, the one who is in the top. Yeah. They're saying you should give your gun. Yeah. And you should not fight. The supervisors. It's an order. Yeah. It's an order. Mm-hmm. But anyway. There were lots of good people as well. They were trying to fight and they yeah. were not letting the country to just, just, they were not going to give the country like that. But anyway, there were right. lots of bad people as well. So we should talk a little bit about after that. Okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. It was all good, like for several weeks and several months, but day by day, they changed all the policies, all the laws. They were not letting the girls to go to education, and then they were not letting girls to go to parks or somewhere like that. Because me and my sisters, we were trying to go somewhere like a park or somewhere so they can forget all the bad days that they had. But every time that we were going, they were saying, park is closed for today. Maybe you can come next week and it will be for women's. Uh, today is for men's only. And something like that, it happened like several times and then we didn't go back. And it was horrible because w- they couldn't go again to a park. And then after some months, they started searching houses. It was so horrible. They were trying to identify all the governmental people who were working in the previous government. And they were searching all the homes, houses. like Yeah. It was horrible. You're sleeping and someone is coming inside your home with guns and they're searching everyone and they're saying that you should not move. خیلی سخت بود. بسیار سخت بود. من خود دفتر بودم ولی خبرایش بر ما میرسید که اینا رسیدن و تلاشی میکنن خانه به خانه. تو بسیار چیزای شخصی داری در خانه که ممکن است نخوای به هیچ کس نشان بدی ولی که بدون اجازه یک کس وارد خانه تو میشه و همه چیز توسایل شخصی تو دست میزنن. سخت است در خانه ما آلات موسیقی بسیار زیاد بود و اسنادهای پدرم بود بسیار چیزایی بود که نشان میداد ما کار میکردیم یا مثلا در دولت قبلی بوده پدرم ولی اینا آمدن بسیار شکل وحشیانی داخل خانه ما شدن امرای سلاوینا و مادرم مریض بود بسیار زیاد چون مادرم تومار مغزی داشت و او را ما اواخر خبر شده بودیم به جای افتاده بودن و اینا که آمدن بر تلاشی امرای سلا و, و همه چیز ما اولش خو یک پاپی داشتیم که امرای ما زندگی میکرد که بسیار بر ما سخت بود اونا ایچیزا رو اکسپت نمیتونن ما مجبور شدیم او رو بیرون روان کنیم که برادرم وقت آمدن به خانه همه گیر به یک اتاق روان کردن تلاشی رو شروع کردن همه جای کلگی ترسیده بود خوارم گریان میکرد و مادرمم آمدن داخل گفتن چرا گریان میکنیم کدام مشکل است ما کسی نمیکشیم فقط آمدیم تلاشی کنیم گفتن نه خیر مشکل نیست مادر مریض سزو خاطر گیریه میکنیم اینا آمدن همه جای تلاشی کنن چیزای زیاد یافتن مثل همو وسایل و اینایی که داشتیم بعد اینا بیرون شدن ولی بعد از او آقا ما فهمیدیم که اینجا یک چیز گدودی است چون اینا شناخته بودن دیگه تقریبا در شش روز افروز ما خانه ایلا کردیم ایلا دادن کل چیزی که داری وسایل که داری دادست هیچ کسی یعنی ما هیچ کسی در کابل دیگه نداشتیم 
مجبور شدیم زیادتر شما تو بفروشیم یا بتیم به کسی و یک تعدادش یک مقدار شبانیم در یک اتاق و کرانشین بشانیم و معلوم هم نیست که کرانشین کی می باشه چه رقم ولی بسیار سخت بود که ما افغانستان مجبور بودیم ایلا کنیم ولی ما اول شش روز بعد رفتیم به خانه مادر بزرگم We had to leave the home because they were searching all the houses and it was so hard for us and then when they came at our place in our home they gather everyone in one room and then they search all the places with the guns in their hand and my mother and my sister was crying because my mother was sick and she also had a brain tumor so they asked why you're crying my sister said no we are crying because of my mother because she's sick we didn't afraid of you and then they search everything we had a lot of musical instruments and also my father's documents everywhere so they just saw everything and it was like kind of weird and they then they just went out and asked a, li- uh, a lot of things from neighbors then we had six days after six days we leave the home and we went to our grandma's home it was horrible we were trying to get the visa with the all money we had we could get the visa for Pakistan it was so horrible like on that time you could get a Pakistan visa and yeah. $1,500 in black market. Yeah. Only visa, not the flight. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then we got it uh, and we went to Pakistan. In Pakistan, there are a lot of times when you come to Pakistan, because when you come to Pakistan, there is a new world. We came to Pakistan, there was a family. There was a family. We were there for a few times. We were there for a few times. We were there for a few times. رفتیم مادر ما به شفخانه بردیم و مجبور شدیم تداوی اونا رو بکنیم ولی شفخانه دورتر بود از خانه بسیار زیاد و ما نمیتونستیم دوباره به خانه بریم هر روز و تداوی که شروع شد اونجا خوب مردم های خوب و بعد پاکستان به هم ما دیدیم چون زیادتر مردمشان خوب هستن فقط خرابی که داره حتی از پلیسش و سیکیورتیش خود مردمشان هم راضی نیستن و اول این چیزی که بود بر ما جالب بود وقتی ما بستر میکردیم مادر اینا سوالای سیاسی میکردن شما طرف امران خان هستین یا طرف یک نفر دیگه بود در اوجه دیگه پارتی بازی پارتی آ که اگر شما طرف ازی باشین ما خوب تداویتان کنیم اگر طرف ازی باشین نکنیم این جالب بود بر ما چون ما اوت یک چیز نیده بودم ما برشان گفتم شرایط ما بسیار خراب است من چیز از کشور شما نمیفهم so it was horrible in Pakistan as well because we were kind of new in the environment. We had to speak in another language and also it was kind of different because they were asking like political questions at the first. They were saying, are you with Imran Khan or are you with this party? And we were saying, no, we had really a hard situation. We came from our country and we don't know anything about your country. <laughs> so yeah. that's the point. And, and then... And they did the treatment. My mother got well. But I remember all those days. We were sleeping in a wooden chair. And we had nowhere to go. And I and my sister had to stay with my mother. And there was a policy that only one person can stay with the patient. So when the security was coming to see that who is sleeping on there... Uh, I was hiding my sister and my mother's dead and then suddenly one day when the security came my sister just woke up and saw and the, the security said who is that <laughs> <laughs> and then 
uh, he said you have to go out because we only allow one person here you have oh. to go out and you can sleep on the street and I was trying to go and then there was a good man a Pakistani person he just said they have no one they're foreigners and please let him be here he can sleep in the van uh, in the chair we were sleeping in the chair and then Every morning, the doctor was uh, awaking us at the yeah. first, and then uh, they were awaking my mother. Yeah. So it was a memory from that day. So this shows that there are good people also in Pakistan. Uh, the problem is with the government, For not sure. with the people. Everywhere in yeah. all the countries, it's the same. We have good people and bad people. So could you tell us a little bit about the situation of refugees and immigrants afghan refugees uh, in pakistan like i have been watching a couple of videos ke masalan deport mekonan didum masalan fikr mekonam lakha nafara deport shud avval khub bud amma rozhay yak kame ke azu guzasht pasan pasan hama chiz change shud chun ki ina yak policy dashtan ko amali kardan ba naam az ki ina afghana ra deport mekonan کسایی که سالها اوجا بودن مثلا چهل سال و پنجاه سال اوجا زندگی کردن حتی از طالبای قبلی ایده اوجا بودن <تصفيق> یا گروپ هایی که اینا خودشان برشان تعلیمات داده بودن تعلیمات نظامی داده بودن به حیث طالب یا هر چیزی که میگین اینا را هم اینا به حیث افغان گفته دیپورت کردن و به افغانستان روان کردن در حصل ای یک کوچ اجباری بود که یک گروه را خواستن مسکن افغانستان ولی اگر از او بگذاریم گروه هایی که از افغانستان آمده بودن واقعا اگر اونا مشکل نمی داشتن چرا باید به کشور بگیرن واقع مشکلات است اونا را هم کسایی که ویزه داشتن یا نداشتن را به بسیار شکل فجیه بیرون کردن واقعا مال بیرون و حتی کسایی هم بودن که ویزهشان مثلا ختم شده بود به اکستنشن اپلای کرده بودن اکستنشن برشان ندادن و به زور اینا را روان کردن و اوجا سختی سیم کارت گرفتن نمیتونی این کارتت بند میشه در عین حال که تو سیم کارت گرفتن نمیتونی مشکلات دیگه هم وجود داره که تو باید یه خانه رو قرارداد بکنی وقتی قرارداد میکنی خانه را اگه ویزی تو ختم شود تو دیگه اوجه اجازه زندگی را نداری و بسیار مشکلات است که پلیس بر ایجاد میکنه ممکن است تو را بندی بکنه و از تو پس پول بگیره و پس تو را اعلام یعنی اگر در اوجه پول داشته باشی همه چیز داری اگر نداشتی هیچ چیز نداری right. So everything in Pakistan is going really crafted Like yeah. you have to pay for everything If you want to stay somewhere that You have to pay Like uh, even if you have visa If police came and see you They can make lots of problems for you And if you pay them They will leave you Oh, It's so horrible <laughs> that is so we sad. We have seen a lot of bad days over there, and nowadays my family is not going that much, like outside of the home. They're just getting that much things that they need for one month, and then they are staying at home and leaving, uh, living like that, and it's so horrible. Okay, Matejan, چطور کانادا آمدی؟ مثلاً فامیل شنیدم که فامیل تون انوزم در پاکستان استن. کانادا ما چون همراهی گروگانیزیشن کانادایی کار میکردم، اونا مرا کمک کردن که جبهم ولی متاسفانه که نتونستم فامیل خودم رای خود بیارم که او یکی از سختترین بخشایش بود. ولی روزی که ما کانادا میامدم، هم جالب است. ما میخواستم تکسی بگیرم و ما یک پلان داشتیم که ما نباید گریان بکنیم به خاطر که مادر ما تمر مغزی داشت و مریض بود ما نباید جگر خون میشد 
ما پلان داشتیم که نباید گریان بکنیم وقتی از دروازه بیرون میشدم من باید همطور جدی می بودم و فقط خداحافظی میکردم خداحافظی کردم همون تو جدی یک باغز در داخل بدن ما بود مثل دیگه انفجار بکنم و تاکسی را خبر کردم و میخواستم بشینم در تاکسی که یک وقت دیدم یک آدم از پشت من میدوه مادر من که نمیتونست درست را بره سل کردم که یک چادر در سر خود کده و میدوه از پشت من و مرا بغل کرد گفت با آخرین بار میخوایم بغلت کنم و من به تکسی شیشتم و آمدم کانادا تا وقت من انفجار نکرده بودم بم به داخل وجودم امتر بود و وقتی که رسیدم کانادا بعد از یک ساعت دو ساعت که من به شار گشتم و بلدنگا و چیزای خوب را دیدم و به فکر میکردم کاش که فامیل من رای میبودن یک دفعه انفجار کردم واقعا جالب ترین چیز بود در عمرم هم گریان میکردم هم به فکر میکردم چطور شد چرا من اینجا یک دفعه ای سبز کردم این کار جالب است چرا من اینجا آمدم و روزای خوب و بعد زیاد در زندگی ما آمده مخصوصا در افغان در پاکستان من یک دفعه پنیک اتک داشتم چون من همه چیز خود از دست داده بودم من مثل یک آدم روانی شده بودم دیوانه فکر میکنم من دیگه جور نمیشم من حتی پسورد موبایلم یادم رفته بود همه حافظه این پاک شده بود کلگی به تشویش من بود ولی کسی که مرا جور ساخت و روزا رو سپری کردم به خاطرشان خواهرایم بودند دو تا خواهر مثل فرشته مرا بغل میکردن و میگفتن همه چیز خوب میشه I remember when I was trying to come to Canada the first day when I had a flight my I said goodbye with everyone and then I was trying to get a taxi and my mother was sick she couldn't walk but then I saw a lady is just running and then I saw that my mother is running to hug me for the second time and for the last time and it was so so emotional moment and then I hugged her and i couldn't cry because she had a brain tumor and we couldn't like make her emotional yeah. so when i came to canada and i saw all the beauty of canada then i just explode the bomb inside my body explode <laughs> and i was just crying Woo. <laughs> what happened how did i end up in canada it was so horrible for me how how bad did you miss i'm sorry how bad did you miss your family especially your mom so much especially my sisters and my mother so much because they were my everything and they did a lot to me especially when i was sick and i had a panic attack i couldn't remember anything and then my sister was the one uh, who was saying everything's gonna be okay you lost everything everyone lost everything and you will get better and everything will get better soon and then that was the point i it helped a lot Yeah, nowadays when I saw everything, anything beautiful, I'm thinking that what if my family was here with me in this point? But it's hard. Okay, Matejon, if you had only one wish in this in this in this life, and what would it be? It would be definitely my family. I want them to be here because they need it. Especially my sisters, they were really bright students. They had a lot of things in their minds, lots of dreams. They wanted to be something in the future especially my elder sister she wanted to be an economist and do a business or something but then after taliban they didn't let her she was a top student then she couldn't go to school anymore but right now i will do my best i will try anything if i can bring them here or somewhere safe because they cannot go back in afghanistan that's my only wish are they happy in pakistan 
No, not at all. It's so hard for them, even maybe harder than Afghanistan, but they cannot go back to Afghanistan because my family situation is a little bit risky if they go back. Right. What about you? Are you happy in Canada? Like, not especially now, especially not in Vancouver? Now. Not no. for now. Yeah. People who knows me, my especially my friends, they know how hard days that I have, how many days am I crying? How many yeah. days am I happy? Because when you have no one with yourself and you're all alone, it's so hard for you. Yeah. And you were telling me about how people are so judgmental about you a couple of days ago. And uh, you were saying that people were telling me, oh, Mate is going to church. Mate is not going to the mosque. And then you wanted to talk about this also? Yeah, for sure. That's an interesting topic. You know, people mostly don't think about their own life. Right. They always think that what is the other people doing? Yeah. They're always gossiping. <laughs> and you know what? They were thinking that I have changed. I am going to church. So maybe I'm Christian now or something like that. But no way. I'm Muslim. Just something is different when you came in a country like Canada. There are lots of people in different from different countries, different religions. So you have to see everyone. What are they doing? Right. What is the way of pray praying? What are they doing? So you should know about that. And then that's the point I'm going everywhere to yeah. Buddhist places, to churches, to mosques. And my mother is Sunni. My father is Shia. So I have been into both parts of that like even yeah. in islam we have shia and sunni people so i have been among both of them but in afghanistan even they have problem with shia people you know they even cannot accept themselves that's the point yeah and everything is because they don't know the meaning of quran yeah that's why they're doing this thing because they just read quran and arabic words and they don't know anything about that so they think that shia is like sometimes Taliban are saying that Shia people are infidel. We should kill them. Right. No way. In Islam, we are not allowed to kill anyone. It says in Quran, if you kill someone, it means you killed everyone. Like, it's really a huge thing. And yeah. no one is allowed to do such thing. And even in the education part, if we go, like, they didn't let my sisters to do educations or all the women and girls in Afghanistan. But if we go in Quran and Islam, even wife of Muhammad, peace be upon him, uh, Miss Khadija, yeah. she was a trader. Like she was doing trade. Yeah. And then she was an educated person. Yeah. So it means that in Islam, there is nothing like that, that girls should not do education. And right now, in all the Islamic countries, all the girls are going to school. do educations. They're going to school, but not in Afghanistan. I don't know what is wrong with these people. Sometimes I think that they are cave people. Maybe they yeah. came out of the caves and yeah. they don't know what to do. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Well, بسیار مشکلات. به فارسی برای بعض دوستای ما بگویم مشکلات بسیار زیاده در جامعه خود داریم مثلا ما وقتی که نو آمده بودم من میخواستم همه چیز ببینم چون اینجا مردم های متفاوته هستن که کریسچین هستن یا بودایی هستن یا هر چیز من رفتم به همه گی جا سر زدم دیدم همه گی شلکه چی کار میکنن چرا قمین های عبادت میکنن چون ما این مردم ها رو در افغانستان نداریم فقط ما مسلمان داریم 
بنان وقتی من به این جا میرفتم همه گی گاسبین میکدن که او دیده متی میره به چرچ شاید چینج کرده خدا حتی یک روز من یاد دارم که یک محفل بود من در مورد از این که وقت ما کمک میکنیم افراده در اسلام گفته که وقت تو یک چیز به یک کس میتی هفت چند شب پس دوباره خداوند بر تو میتی من یک آیه قرآن خوندم وقت بیرون شدم اینا امی گروه یک نفر در بینشان برشان گفته اوش کنین سر گپای متی باور نکنین چون یک دفعه انستگرامش ببینیم این خودش چندان آدم نیست جالب <laughs> so, it made me so disappointed because Till now, I didn't drink alcohol. I didn't do anything bad. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe in myself. Maybe I'm a bad person, but it's a personal thing. Right. But I don't know how people are judging someone else. So that's the point. Well, that's so sad, actually. I know you since 2017. And ایج وقت مثلا از یکی دیگه خود پرسان نکردیم که مثلا شیعه استی یا سونی استی یا تاجک استی یا پشتون استی یا ازار استی. <laughs> you know, you can't even believe that that I got to know that your mom is Shia and your no, dad. No, my is... mother is Sunni and oh. my father is Shia. Oh, you see, oh my gosh, like I, I didn't <laughs> notice because you know, most of my Khodet Mustafa, Chandu Saidega. You know, we never thought of putting distinct, discriminating, yeah, sure. right? It's really bullshit. No yeah. one should talk about that. That like, is, yeah, that's so awful. People who are watching us and listening us. You should know that this is this is so disgusting to to just even think of uh, yeah, think of that putting a discrimination thing that you're Shia, you're Sunni, or you're Tajik, Pashtun. So I have lived with different peoples because I was doing my education in another province in Balkh, <laughs> yeah, the place that I saw you, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, on that province I was living with Uzbek people, Hazara people, with Tajik people, and everyone, even Pashtun people. So. I have been among all of them. I know all of them. Everyone is human. No difference. Even right now, I am living with Shia people, like Hazara people. But it's okay for me yeah. because everyone is good. Even I love them more than the rest. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Matijon, how did you find the diversity in Canada? Like It's so diverse, as you have seen, right? And then how is it? What is the difference between the diversity here and back in Afghanistan? Actually, there is something I want to share. It's really like different. We have to know that. In Afghanistan, we have some people with different like sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like not, they're not women, they're not men, but they're in the middle, like. Yeah. But for those people, it's so hard. I had a friend in my school and no one was going to have fun with him. No one was going to be friend with him. It was so hard, even because of the people. If you became friend with ha- that type of people, people gonna ma- make gossiping. Yeah. And you know what? They are just using those people and they are thinking that these people are only for sexual use, yeah. like a sexual tie, nothing more than that. It's so hard. We have seen that those people from like, And here they're calling it LGBT people, like gay, lesbian, these stuff. But those people in Afghanistan, they had no life. They couldn't work in anywhere. So the only point that they could do is dancing in the parties. And then after the dancing, you know what was happening? Someone was forcing them to have For sex sexual with abuse, them. Yeah. Or, or even they were beating them. Yeah. It was so hard. They were working like that. They had no other options, but see, it was so hard. And even, I, I, I remember I asked one of our like mullah, 
And I said, you know, there is someone who is not women and not men. They're in, in the middle. Is They're there dim. something about them in Islam? He said, no, there is nothing like that. Yeah. He said, definitely, there is something. You don't know about it. But when I search in Islam, there is a lot of things about these people. Definitely. It's acceptable. But yeah. only our people in Afghanistan, they don't know about that. And I remember the memory that he shared with me that he had a sexual abuse, like child abuse in the childhood, and he couldn't tell their his parents because they didn't have a good relationship. That's the point I want to talk about. When you have children, please be friendly with them. Please be like a friend with them so they can share everything with you. They shouldn't afraid of you. Yeah. So he said that someone just had a really like forced him and used him and then after that he couldn't say anyone anything he was blackmailing him and he couldn't say anything even for his family and he was thinking if i say anything to my family they're gonna kill me that was really horrible and he was blackmailing him and using him for several years then that's the point I just made this decision that we should talk about this issue. Afghan people should know that, yeah. that there are another another people as well in Afghanistan. Yeah. We should know that. We should respect them. Definitely. Even in Islam, we have to respect them. There are lots of things about them. That's right. So it's not their own choice. Sometimes if you think that you should say um, something bad on them, think about them and think what if you were in the state of them yeah what you would do god made them mm -hmm. you they didn't decide to be like that yeah. so it's so horrible and hard so yeah. we should be careful of that yak chiz jalebe dege am has ke qismi ke mi khayi peshtaram parsan kedi ba englishi ke jama che qism az de ija va uja tafawut hayshan ma jama ra besyar mutafawut mibinam makhsusan bara afrade ke mutafawut hastan در افغانستان من به یاد دارم یک دوست داشتم که او نه از جمله مردها می آمد نه از جمله زنها ولی در مکتب امرای ما بود و ما امرایش صحبت داشتیم در ارگنیزیشن ها امرای ما بودن بنان بر از او بسیار زندگی سخت بود من به یاد دارم که او می گفت که بسیار سخت است در افغانستان فکر می وقتی که تو یک آدم باشی که مثلا از LGBT کمیونیتی باشی مردم فکر میکنن تو مثل یک بازی چیز هستی که بر استفاده سکسی هستی فقط استفاده جنسی از تو میتونن بکنن تو یک انسان محسوب نمیشی بسیار سخت بود و اونا کار نمیتونن بکنن چون در اوجد فضای کاری برشان وجود نداره معمولا در شرکت ها اونا رو نمیگیرن و اینا فضای تحصیلی هم برشان نیست چون وقتی برن به مکتب و دانشگاه جایا همگی به تمسخر میگیرنشان و برشان مشکلات ایجاد میکنن <تصفيق> بنان برشون بسیار سخت می باشه و یگانه راهی که بر اونا میمونه برای که زندگی بکنن همیست که برن و برقصند محافل و هی هم بسیار سخت است چون داخل محافل معمولا دیدین جنگ میشه و چیزا چرا جنگ میشه چون اینا میخواین که اینا رو ببرن امرای خود این کماندان بگیره این کماندان بگیره جنسی ازشان کنه در حال که اونا راضی نیستن فقط اونا میخواین پول بدست بیارن که زندگی بتونن و بسیار برشان زندگی رو سخت میسازند ولی از نگاه اسلام اگر ببینیم همچین چیز در اسلام وجود داشته بسیار هم عزت و حرمت برشان وجود داشته در اسلام ولی متاسفانه که در افغانستان ما همی لاجک تا هنوز یا همی فهم و دانایی رو تا هنوز ندارن مردم ما و اینا بسیار مشکلات رو میبینن من بیاد دارم روزه که بر ما شیر کرد یکی از 
اطلاعات بسیار مهمه و بسیار سنسیتیو خوده که گفت ما وقت تفل بودم ما یک کسی از ما سو استفاده کرده بود و ما نمیتونستم اینو میره حتی شیر کنم همراه فامیلم چون هیچ رابطه دوستانی همراه فامیل خود من نداشتم و میترسیدم که اگر من ایرا شیر کنم همراه فامیل خود ممکن است مرا بکشن و امی باعث شده بود که از این چندین بار دیگه بلک میل شوه و استفاده جنسی شوه و ایرا وقتی بر ما گفت بسیار بر ما سخت بود چون فضای در افغانستان وجود نداره که مردم آگاهی داشته باشن از این چیز و نمانن که تو یک کار بود با وقوع و پیونده و من بیاد دارم که از یکی از مالاهای ما پرسان کردم که تو یک افراد موجود دارن و اسلام در مورد از اینا چی گفته و او بر ما گفت که تو یک چیز اصلا امکان نداره هیچ وجود نداره تو یک آدم چون اصلا شاید اطلاعات نداشت ولی وقت من مراجعه کردم به کتابای اسلامی و اینا متوجه شدم که هست و بسیار قواعد خوب هم در اسلام در مورد از اینا هست و هیچ مشکل نیست ولی متاسفانه که جامعه ما قدر عزیز آگاهی ندارم بنا لطفا هر کسی ما و شما ممکن است در آینده پدر و مادر شوین کوشش کنین که فضای دوستانه امرای اطفالتان داشته باشین تا ای که اونا بتونن اعتماد کنن و مثل یک دوست همراه شما همه چیز شیر بکنن و نترسن what is one thing that you can never forget uh, that you had it back in pakistan as a refugee it would be so hard if i tell you but one of the last things even uh, i remember that like last day because i was doing the same my father loved eggplants like he was trying to do like fried eggplants but uh, on pakistan or like economically we didn't have that much good situation i know my family is like lots of our family members they helping us but we were in a bad situation we couldn't spend more money and we had to be careful of spending so oil was so much expensive and i was always telling my fathers no we cannot do that we cannot fry uh, have eggplants for tonight because it needs a lot of oil and it's so expensive and when last day we were doing eggplants in canada it just made me to cry again because i was not letting my father to do that He loved it. It was a food, but I couldn't make it because uh, the situation was so worse. And right now, when I'm here and I'm working right now, I'm trying to help a lot of people from different countries because I know it's so hard. It's so hard when you need something. And I'm trying to send money for all of the people, like most of my friends who I know that they are in need. and i know we should help each other especially when we know about the difference between canada and the rest of the countries we know that we should do that because in afghanistan if you are pakistan or third world countries if you send like 200 dollars or 300 dollars you can change their life they can live with that money that's but right. in canada that's nothing not that much money I believe that it's so hard to get that much money in here but it's still it's not like that much money you have to spend it and government is paying me like 1500 and I'm paying rent like 1000 but still I'm sending like $400 for people who are in need especially my family and there is only $100 for myself that I'm spending on myself but 
finally or lastly i found a job and i'm hopefully gonna get some money more than that and i'm gonna help lots of people because i remember those days and it was so horrible that we love to do something but we couldn't do because we didn't have money but thanks to all of my family special especially those who are in abroad australia and these countries because they were helping us a lot and thanks to all of them yeah wonderful wonderful واو میفهم افغانستان خیلی وضعیتش خراب است و مهاجرینی که در پاکستان هم هستن خیلی نیاز دارن واقعا thank you so much for that mate you're doing great i know things are super expensive here but still the money you're getting uh, you're getting here you're sending uh, a couple of it for your family and then that means a lot and i'm like volunteering in richmond food bank it's kind of the same we are helping people and yeah. it makes me happy because i remember those bad days that i had when i help someone and i make them happy it's like making myself happy it's so joyful when i'm giving something for someone who is in need so that's really good and yes yeah okay let me ask you maybe one more question What is one thing that you regret the most? That I didn't let them to spend all the money that we had. Yeah. I had some saving and I was trying to save it for the bad days. And then I was not letting them to have a good life because I was afraid of the future because my mother was sick. I was thinking maybe in the future we cannot we cannot survive so that's why I didn't let them to spend all the money but right now <coughs> I'm calling them and I'm telling them that you should have a good life I can work here and you can have a good life money is so powerful and dangerous okay I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Okay. It's okay. There's this there's this code about the money that uh money is dangerous but saying no to it is more dangerous. Mm, yeah. Right? But you know it's so good we have to know that we have to send money for those people who are in need back in our country and those people who have nothing to do especially i know a lot of people that they are in need but right now i don't have a good job so i can help them but i hope that i can get a good job and i will help them i believe that yeah uh those who are watching us in video podcasting so make sure to if if you if you take care of someone or uh, help someone who are in need and then definitely if god or this universe or whatever you believe in will definitely take care of you yeah for sure i have seen that when you help someone yeah. you will receive more than that especially yeah. the happiness right yeah definitely and those who are watching us if anyone If anyone can do anything for Mate's family. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, for for the for the coming to oh, Canada. Oh yeah. Yeah, that definitely. Point, that would be great. Yeah. Uh Mate is in Canada right now, Canada right now and then he's expecting and he is doing a lot of things 
so that he can bring his family but it's quite hard uh, and yeah, i'm doing a lot even i applied for visa but they rejected the visa because they say that mother and father and siblings are not like family not like they're not qualified maybe yeah something like they're they're above 18 that's why probably uh no they only say family for your wife your children and these stuffs they're not counting mother father and siblings as a family in here so that's the point i couldn't bring them here easily maybe as a sponsor refugee i can do that but it would be so hard it take like several years yeah and, but anyway it's good hopefully it works out yeah, and true. yeah and sorry i made the this interview emotional because that was the point <laughs> no i mean uh, it was it was it was a beautiful uh, talk you know mate john uh wow i don't know what to say every time i make podcast and with with people who who have been through a lot of war and discrimination just like myself came from afghanistan It makes me so sad by the end of the interview to be honest and then I I keep thinking day and night what can be done This wasn't our fault Mate right No this wasn't our fault and we shouldn't see these bad days because we had a good life in our country but then suddenly it happened Yeah I know uh, I don't know who should we blame but it happened yeah Yeah I don't know who who should I blame that's the point yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm so blind like kira blame bokunim kira bogem ki gonoy tu bud ke watan agaref gonoy tu bud ke watan agaref yo mo wale har chi bud shod va man fikr mekunam in ma'mul kolan yak qarardad bude chun agar ina barname rizi shodan ami budan ya chiz aslan etefaq namaftad right all right thank you so much matejan uh hope to see you next time and then Thank you for coming by. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. That was really a great interview. I shared a lot of my <laughs> my personal things, but anyway, I'm happy because I want someone to get benefit of that. Yeah. And the the mistakes that I did, they didn't they must not do it. Yeah. <laughs> and the good points that I had, they must take an advantage of that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye. You too as well. Yeah, let's go to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Yeah, Canada is always like that. Yeah, work, like work, 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 work. work, work. <laughs>